Hello, 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 hello. Yes. Welcome. Welcome back to Coffee with Quiche. And basically the place where I have created a space for me to be me and express myself freely. And find those moments or still rather those moments a way to express myself in the form of words express my thoughts rather in the form of words so right now I'm still in the way a moment with you guys this morning um whether you can hear that background or not there is a background happening and this that's my children but I was compelled and really drawn to record this episode. I have a microphone available to me. I have my phone and I have a cup of coffee. That's honestly all I need, right? That's all I need to feel complete in this very moment. I want to talk about that stage and that phase in my life where I needed more, or at least I felt like I needed more to complete me, i.e. needed friendships or romantic relationships to feel complete. And I want to talk about a story and an experience, as well as the lesson that I've been able to learn from this experience. So to just give give you all a little background about me, First and foremost, I'm queen vulnerability. I'm going to be very vulnerable and be be very clear about my experiences. I'm going to say everything and talk about everything. That's me. I'm going to talk about it. And so there's nothing me personally that I'm ashamed of. So. There's nothing really that a person can give me or say about me or do to me that would make me feel shame, okay? I believe there's a lot of power in being vulnerable because what it does is it allows you to have the power to say, oh, well, I mean, I've already expressed that. So there's really no power in you coming and speaking on things about me. There's no power in that. Um... So with that being said, understand that as this podcast evolves and as I am compelled and I feel compelled to record something, I'm going to always share my personal experiences, period, because that's all I have. And I'm going to share my personal experiences to stories and scenarios that may come into my mind. For me personally, the type of person that I am, I'm a consistent thinker. I think all the time hell I'm thinking as I'm talking I don't even know if that's a gift or what or 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 not but what I know is that I am in consistent thought all the time so sometimes I will have a tendency to lose track of what I'm saying which now I'm working way better on that because I don't want to lose track of what I'm saying so to get back on point as to why I'm here I wanted to talk about what's necessary to feel at peace or feel comfortable in your life, right? Right now, 
I'm drinking coffee, so you're going to have to wait until I let you know what I need to say. Delicious. Mm-mm-mm. Anyways, right now in my parenting, in this space that I'm in, I I have kids, right? Ranging from, or children, if you feel a way about kids, that word. I have children ranging from the age of four, about to be five in December. She would punch me in my gut if I didn't say it, okay? Um, so four going on five, 55, if we really being honest, anyways. And then we have an 11-year-old who also will punch me in my gut if I don't mention that in February she'll be 12. That's just the women that I'm birthing in this world. It's amazing. And then I have a soon-to-be 13-year-old this month who really more than anything, he wants to grow. And then I have a 15-year-old who I haven't spoken to since December of last year, which that is a process that's gonna be an episode for me personally because I want to speak on that but I I need to find my way in that first and I'm not I'm not preparing it and that's just how I feel about it and then I have a, a 17 year old right an extended kid so I have all these young people who are evolving and getting older into young adulthood at this phase even for the four-year-old Everyone has this strong, resilient, okay, resilient, a resounding, resilient desire to have friends, okay? <sighs> Y'all breathe for me. Let's, let's, let's have a little quick moment of silence for me when it comes to this friend thing, okay? Let's breathe. <sighs> While we breathe, and I'm hoping you guys are shaking your head. Because this is the experience that I'm dealing with, right? Now, my 11-year-old who's seeing who happens to be a girl, right, is so into this space of like, oh my God, friends are my everything. If you cut me off from my friends, I'm going to die. And it's like, I didn't die. I didn't die at your age when I didn't have friends, right? So there's a difference, right? Now, I'm trying my hardest, right? At this present moment, being completely transparent, I'll be 37 tomorrow. At this moment, trying to find something to give her back to that notion and that emotion, right? Because my son, who happens to be the 13-year-old, soon to be, also has this desire for friendships where we've had and listen I'm I immediately you know because of the environment that we're living in now uh, over the years what we've been able to experience the thing with my oldest son kind of moving away and then how that situation transpired and then my oldest my stepdaughter moving away and then how that situation transpired it made me be more like okay well I maybe I'm being a helicopter mom maybe I'm being a little too controlling a little too possessive when it comes to my children let me let them be free make friends yeah because I remember those spaces when I made friends right 
whenever I open them up to these doors and don't have any boundaries, mind you, everybody that they've made friends with, all of them situations have turned sour. Now, what I'm trying to figure out right now is, what is the point of all of that? Like, and then I really do have to take a step back and not even have an opinion about it for real, for real. Because if I can remember my experiences with making friends and having friends, I had a lot of duddies, okay? And duddies, in my definition, would be people that I would not even care to reach out to to this day because it was like, okay, you're weird or you're this way and I don't rock like that. So that's the reality so what in this in this moment of vulnerability right because I want to be a more active parent when it comes to my children but I also desire for them to have their own sense of understanding make their own way go about their process of making friends and meeting people be about how they do it however right I have had struggle with that I remember very clearly when I was in high school I had friends it was a group of us a group of female friends that I would hang out with and we talk about everything we'll do things together we party we like music together we listen to the same types of music we talked about boys we talked about relationships we had those relationships I had those relationships right a lot of those relationships are not present in my current life now I've been hearing a lot when it comes to like my I'm very big into astrology so my reading when I hear my readings how I went into hermit mode and I personally if I'm being honest I can't disagree I, I can't I have cut off and retracted so many people in my life because I was just unhappy with what they said or how they responded or how they moved and it was being completely vulnerable and transparent was very immature just to take account of complete accountability for it and I really wanted to dive into that so here I am right here I am because my children has a have a strong they have strong desires listen they get into these beats with these so-called friends it'd be back and forth it'd be drum it'd be all types of and listen if I were them in that time space, I would probably be just as forgiving, right? But now any little thing, baby, I'm twitching and I'm, oh, no, cut it all off, cut it off. And I honestly don't know if that's beneficial for them. I don't think it is, if I'm being honest, because how are they able to evolve and know if someone is a benefit or not a benefit to them if they're not allowed to make those choices, right? So that's something that I'm having to dive into. But what I feel like I need to do the shadow work on is in the area of why I feel so irritated, right? Because if I'm being honest, it's like, dang, you can't find nothing fun to do. You can't enjoy just playing in your yard. You you can't just make do what you have access to because I did. But then again, I sound like a parent. I sound like my parents. I sound insensitive, if I'm being honest, to what they are desiring to experience in their lifetime. So I understand that, right? And I can't allow my negative, what, or, or not negative, what I perceived as negative, a negative or negative experiences to be the catalyst to why I allow or disallow them to hang out with people. 
right? Because if I'm being honest, right, I have had a lot of experiences where I was like, dang, you moving like that? Or dang, oh no, I can't rock with that. And I became a complete and total hermit, okay? My phone is so dry. Sometimes the ringtone goes off kilter and does the if you know that sound, you know it's a desert with that's so funny that that did that. If you hear it in the background, then you a winner. That's like you you heard that. But that sound particular that in particular that I just made is the desert sound where the where the little thistle be blowing in the wind. That's how dry my phone is. So it gives off the sound like, hey, bitch, you ain't got no friends. And it's like, yeah, you right. I'm waiting for the right people. When all, in all actuality, in all honesty, right, I wouldn't know how to pitch a, a hook to try to catch a friend, to make a friend, to save my life. Why? Because I spent, if I'm being honest, right, in these instances of quote-unquote friendships, I spent a lot of time willfully being the lower hand. So that I could have an excuse or a reason to be victimized. Wow, that blows my mind. Whoa. Whoa. First of all, let's dive into that. For women, for ladies, okay? I'm speaking to you women. I'm speaking to us ladies. I'm speaking to women who seem to have had so many experiences where they were victims of somebody doing them unjustly. I'm talking to y'all. It's your fault. It's your fault. It's your, you are the reason you have shitty friends. You are the reason you have shitty lovers. You are the reason you have shitty jobs. You are the reason you have shitty experiences. It's your fault. It's your fault. Literally, I said all of that to say that. Yes, I was my fault. I was my own fault. So the reason why now, right now, I don't have friends, right? friends who mirror who I am now is because for one I've already stated I'm not ready for that because what that's going to entail and what that's going that going to that's going to require is someone who's going to be brutally honest with me and a lot of the times like I be wanting to lounge and play on my phone or scroll like on my social media <laughs> if I'm telling the truth whoa is there like some truth serum in this coffee hold on a second let me sip again It's getting a little chill, so I do desire to finish it before it colds all the way out. Still delicious, though. But, yes, ladies, you are you are the problem. So, I had to have that realization. But you know what was the most difficult, thickest, biggest pill to swallow? Was the fact that I compared myself to my friend. Why would I have had done that? Why did I need to do that? Because the reality was I was not satisfied, nor was I comfortable, happy, complete, grateful for my situation. And so it was a thing of trying to impress someone who I might have thought was better than me, which brings me or brought me back to that understanding of taking everything off a pedestal and putting myself there, right? 
so okay so we talk about the traumatization that i was self-inflicted that i experienced when it came to friendships and relationships now i'm here now i'm here and i desire i desire more than anything to have friends that are first and foremost lovers of spirituality because i could talk about this stuff forever (laughs) literally lovers of astrology who know their sign, who know themselves, who are learning. And if they don't know themselves, learning about that, understanding that that's very, very, very important, right? People that are honest, that tell the truth, that can accept the truth as well. Can you accept the truth about yourself? Because that's how you, how your truth or the truth that you give can be accepted because you're willing to accept what's being said to you. Accountability. I don't want no victims. I, I, I don't desire victims as, as friends, so we're going to cancel that out. But I understand that there is a certain level of judgment within me, so I obviously have to do my shadow work. Because if I do meet someone who happens to be in the victimized space that they're in at that present moment in their life, I want to be able to accept them and love them unconditionally and not judge them for that. So that's that's kind of why I would say that now. But at the same time, I don't have a control of that. <laughs> I don't know if I'm ready or not until I'm put in those situations where I experience a woman who may initially come off as a victim, and but she can talk about different things and we can we can resonate with one another on a different level and then that can help her evolve as well as me i desire for relationships to to pour into me just as i would pour into them but we're both pouring from a full cup so essentially overflow right and that's what i desire i desire someone to mirror me as a friend someone who has the same likes and same interests someone who's a weirdo and a queer just like me Someone who enjoys life. Someone who enjoys nature. Who loves mother nature. Someone who loves to read. But see, the thing about that is, I'm naming everything about myself. And that's the the current space that I desire to enlighten in my children. That, yes, you can have friends. But you can also have you and be perfectly fine. And if you really, truly desire to have people into your life, come into your life that mirror you, that are fun, that are exciting, that elevate you, then you're going to be that light for that. You're the lighthouse. You're bringing in those boats. You're They're harboring to you, right? So that's where I'm choosing to be when it comes to that, when it comes to friendships, um, really learning how not to be judgmental. And the way that I'm learning how to avoid being judgmental is realizing that judgment is simply personal. It's personal. It's a personal judgment against you. So, for example, if, for example, we talk about a woman who's victimized. If a woman Everything she goes through, every situation is just like, oh, I just don't understand why people do me like this. Things are just so hard. I don't understand why it's so hard. Life is just so hard. People are just so cruel. I'm going to be, and and if I be like, okay, girl, everything is just not so hard. 
I mean, at some point, you know, you made some choices, you know, at some point, you know, this is your life that, and I'll be turning my nose up, frowning up like, oh my God, like, ew, girl, be happy. Be excited about life. How are you acting so upset? That's judgment. That's judgment. That's not indifference. That's not unconditional love. And that means that there is an area in you, so an area in me, where I am victimized. And so I judge that. I judge this person because they're vocally and outwardly expressing victimized victimized mindset, a victimized mindset, victimization. They openly express that, right? And so it irritates me because there is an area within me that judges that because it's judging me. That makes any sense. So that's the reason why when my children are, mom, I need friends. Mom, can I go outside my friends, friends, friends this and friends that? I really have to take a seat, look at myself, Remember myself at that stage, at that age, during that time. Remember those friends that I had. And remember a lot of the times, a lot of them friends were not savory friends. That was the reason why they weren't friends. But that was the point. Being able to gauge, being able to set boundaries, create boundaries. And so I I think essentially what, what I'm realizing is that I can't, first of all, first and foremost, parents, you can't be led by fear. You can't parent from a space of fear. And so when it comes down to making friends and your children making friends, and this is me talking to myself, I'm definitely not moving these words past my ears, okay? Anybody else that hear it, that's perfect, right? That's perfectly fine. But for me, I'm not letting it move past my ears. I have to discontinue, right? Raising my children in fear. I have to allow them to make decisions and make gauges, right, based on people and how they deal with people. My duty, my job as a parent is to instill certain values so that when they are exposed to certain people that may not be in alignment, right, with what they desire for their future life, then that would be a reminder to say, okay, well, this not maybe this ain't the type of person that I need to hang out with because this person is going to take me down this road, whereas this is the road that I need to be taking. So I have to just cut this relationship off. So that's, that's the thing when it comes to being parents, not being led by your fear and your past experiences, but more so being led by wisdom. And so, I mean, my daughter keep asking, so I'm, I'm going to talk to my husband about it, and we're going to see. We're going to make a decision on it because I want to make the best decision for her her well-being for her growth for her knowledge because my my knowledge is being it has to be implemented already for her it's about learning it's about implementation this is the process of that and so I don't want to stagnate that by being led by fear and being led by past experiences of failed friendships in my own personal life I am taking full and total accountability at the fact that yes I have cut a lot of people off very prematurely in my life because of the fear of abandonment, because of the fear of not being enough, because of the fear of not truly being like, because of the fear of not being feeling like I wouldn't be able to be myself. Um, And so 
which all are limiting beliefs, which are all, you know, childhood trauma expressions, you know, honestly. And I'm, I'm willfully denouncing that, that power that it has had over my life. You know, um, I'm open to receive healthy, vibrant, loving, elevating relationships with who is on the frequency or vibration that I'm on. But yes, here I am today, you know, a day before my birthday, you know, making that expression and that wisdom and that understanding as to why I have been so triggered as to why my children want to have friends. It's because I have felt guilty for how I've moved in building relationships with people. No punchline, just a sip of this cocoa. So yeah, it's nothing wrong with being an individual, right? There's absolutely everything beautiful in knowing your space, knowing your aura, knowing your energy field, right? But it's also very beautiful and it's very important also to build relationships and rapport with people. So I this episode in particular is me being completely vulnerable, right? As as far as I know, you know what I'm saying? Like, maybe I got a little bit more. I'm sure I do, right? But being vulnerable to express an area that I've struggled with over the years. Um, because I'm taking my power back. And... It's, and as I take my power back, it's, it's truly nothing personal to anyone that I've given my power to. It's more so about, oh, my, my, myself didn't, that, that didn't value me, gave some of my power away. I'm, I'm just here to gather it back. That's all. You know, I'm just calling it back to myself. I don't know. I don't know what my old self was thinking. But, hey, it obviously it felt like they needed to do whatever it was. Not being mad at the moment, not being angry, loving, accepting the fact that at that moment, that self felt like it needed to give that power away to feel security. So there's no anger about it. There's no frustration about it. There's no resentment about it. It's just simply saying, dang, I gave the wrong energy to the wrong situations. Cool. Or I gave, put that energy on reserve. You feel what I'm saying? In in certain areas, now I'm calling it back. However you want to view it, right? Because, I mean, ultimately, it's up to you and your, your personal experience. But I, I do remember and recall the fact that I have been able to sit with, right, the shame, the guilt, the resentment that I have felt in the past with the loss of essentially all the friendships and the relationships that I have had over the years. And 
um, in some cases, I felt like I needed to do it because I felt resentful or I felt just like it was drama. And so I cut those situations off. And I guess it was necessary. And it was just necessary at those moments. And I think the greatest thing, the biggest lesson that I learned in just this experience of self-discovery and personal growth and emotional growth and just healing in general is that you got to be easy on yourself. You got to take your time with yourself and, and, and appreciate and truly, truly, truly love unconditionally. Accept Accept you at every angle, at every multifaceted angle that you have lived and experienced in your life. Because it was necessary at that moment. The reason why a lot of us struggle with any relationship, mostly ourselves, is because we carry a lot of guilt and shame. And that will never, there, there will never be a benefit in that. When I talk to my dad, I love talking to him because he's such a kind spirit, so wise. But my dad lives with so much guilt and shame. And it's like, why do you, why do you, why? Why do you feel so shameful? Why do you have so much guilt? Why do you regret so much stuff? Because he hasn't, for one, you know, indoctrinization. I feel like when you indoctrinated, like when you in your mind, if you got a certain level of thinking, then you, you're not going to see outside of that way of thinking. So that, that would be that for me. But also, an un, unhealed, wounded spirit. Right? That's also what he has. And so it's difficult to acknowledge any moment in his life, any time, any space in his life where he could appreciate because in what he chooses to believe is a consistent thing of every day aspiring to be better, never being presently great, never being presently appreciative of your current greatness. I learned so much from him. But hey, how would he know outside of his guilt and shame? And so that's the thing. If we want better for our lives, we want to evolve, right? Then the things that we need to do is <clears throat> release the guilt and shame. Love ourselves. Love every single moment 
of our experience. So with that being said, I most definitely harbor and carry no guilt or no shame in the, I probably cringe a little bit like, Ugh, okay, that was, uh, that was a little ugly, but um, hey, yeah, you had to get through it, right? You know, I mean, I probably, you know, that was gross. Ooh, that's going to hurt later. You know, I, I had to do that. But that didn't change the fact that I love me in every aspect, in every moment. I don't regret a damn thing. I don't regret none of it. None of it. Because all of it, every single bit of it, Allow me to get to this point. And if I'm being honest, this point is so amazing. It really is. Because the amount of love that I have for myself and for my family and the way that I love them is so different. But it was because I had to go through those traumatic experiences. I had to be unaware of what I was allowing in my life. In order to build those experiences so that I can find the indifference of it. So that I can really essentially be indifferent to it. Right? So getting back to the point of being indifferent when it comes to friendships and relationships. Why would I be indifferent? Because I'm accepting of everybody. I don't have a certain judgment, certain certain mindset about you. I simply indulge in you. You being you. Right? And I think that's why I know anything. I know that's why friendships didn't last with me because I began to be judgmental. I wanted my friends to be the way that I needed them to be. And even when I was naming the type of friend that I wanted earlier, I was naming myself and who I can be for myself. Everyone else is what? Them cherries on top? Them extensions? That's that's it. They're not the everything. So that's the lesson that I'm currently teaching my lovely, beautiful children. Right? I'm teaching them that. Finding self-sufficiency, self-awareness, so that you can be aware of who to allow within your orbit and your aura. I understand also why I'm triggered and why I feel like it's a lesson that they need to learn so bad because because I personally have struggled with that reality. I wanted friends. I was desperate for friends. I accepted anybody for a friend. And at that moment, it was cool making friends, being friends with people. But I was too reliant on those relationships to make me happy. And I feel like, shoot, if they got to experience that, that's their path. So essentially, I made this episode to say, if you feel judgment towards anybody's decision, you turn your nose up. If you like, why you think like that? Why are you looking at it like that? Why you want to do that? If that's how you feel, take a moment to yourself. Take a moment with yourself. 
ask yourself, why do I care so much? Child or not, friend or not, family member or not, lover or not, ask yourself, why do I care so much? That's the first question. For me, I knew why I care. I knew. I know now why I care so much. Why I cared so much. It's because I was afraid of rejection. I was afraid of abandonment. I was afraid of my children being rejected and abandoned. That's what I was afraid of. And now that's no longer a fear for me. I desire what they desire. And I desire that they just take the lessons that we instill and we teach them at the right moments when it's necessary, when it's needed. But also find their way, pave their own path. So I think it's going to come down and just letting them go back to the kind of plan. But I will have my stipulations, okay, and my boundaries because if I'm telling the truth, a a lot of these little children over here are not very, very, they don't mirror what my children mirror. Like, you know, we all come up from different households and, you know, teachings and whatnot. And I think really honestly, when my children do go through a situation where an eye is being opened to that friendship or that relationship, they tend to learn very swiftly. So I'm very proud and very grateful to myself and my husband for how we do raise and how we do set the tone of like wisdom and knowledge on certain things so that when they do come into contact with that type of stuff, that it's easy to spot it and it's easy to kind of get through that process of learning so that it in, 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 in essence won't be an issue for them but I also understand and believe that in parenting and in you know continuing generations there's gonna be something that we right we as their parents are going to miss and it's going to be their responsibility and their duty to their children to pick up the pieces in that area And that's how we should visualize and look at how to raise children, how to be parents. It's not so much as taking things personally to try to control the child, right? It's more so taking you as an individual, as a kid, as an inner child, as a little kid, and seeing those things that maybe your parents didn't do their best in maybe they drop the ball in that area and you just pick up that ball and you create that dynamic with your children so for example in my environment with my household love my parents dearly however because they had so many children in society I mean you really it's difficult to afford a lot of children we didn't get a lot of attention and a lot of personal time nor did we have access to nice things or the finer things, right? Poor, right? So we wear hand-me-downs and, you know, stuff like that. So now where I where I am is I seen the problem in, well, obviously, I didn't see the problem in having a whole bunch of children because I ended up having five children. Uh, but that's some things you just made, you just created for 
I mean, some things you just, I love this experience. I wouldn't trade it for the world. I love having multiple children. It's amazing. It allows me to, to, to keep my heart open. Right. So that was the part that I missed. But like I said, it was for my experience. But that's why I'm so devoted and so passionate about the parent-child relationship. I've always been. I've always been that way. So it was kind of me as the as the kid really trying to have these in-depth, in-detail conversations with my parents because I was seeking a whole healing and a wholeness within our relationship for each of us, not just for me, but also for my parents who have experienced situations that traumatized them where they had no control, right? And so that was that was my experience. I understood that even as a kid, as a young adult, as a teenager, like it's just been innate in me, right? So I also understand that now at this specific phase that I'm in, what my parents were lacking were giving me and my siblings that personal time. And not necessarily just sitting with us all the time because that ain't something that I do. And I'm not just about to paint a picture like I just be sitting with my kids all the time, just all in their face and listening intentively about what they telling me. That's not always the case. I'm not even going to fake it because that's not how I roll. What I will say, though, is that when they're in a situation that bothers them, that hurts them or affects them, then I utilize those opportunities for teachable moments to learn them, to get them to think on a different level to experience the situation in a different way versus trying to control the narrative of how they experience. I desire to have children that are self-aware. In order for a person to be self-aware, they have to experience things. Me as a parent, I do have to implement certain parameters. Certain things can be dangerous. But even in that, I'm also realizing my children are young humans. How do they learn? Right? How do they learn? They learn. Most humans learn from experience. So if it's a thing of friendships, me as well, maybe what I can do is if I want them to have friends that are up to my standard, maybe what I should do is I should start making friends, getting to know people. And that way, when people that specifically have children around the age group, and style, possibly birth signs or compatible signs with my children so that they can make friends in a harmonious way because that's what I desire, right? So it's up to me to create those bonds. Oh, my God. Okay. That's how I really feel about that right now. <laughs> but I understand, like, in the, being a deliberate parent, there are sacrifices and things that you have to do. Obviously, I'm being called to remove myself or get myself out of the hermit mode, right? The hurt mode, the wounded turtle mode. I am no longer wounded. Those relationships are well past seven years old. Some of them coming up on seven years, but some of them are well over seven right all that little turmoil and them problems well over seven years we I know about credit so now it's them that time's up my power is being called back and drawn back to me right so yes I'm stepping up to the plate when it comes to that so I'm healing that I'm healing that area that is weak that has been 
full of shame rather right shame for cutting off these relationships either prematurely or immaturely and just calling my power back and being more deliberate when I do when those times come where I do meet meet new people and they have children that I'm that I am deliberate in what I desire from that relationship and what I and I'm deliberate in who I am and what I believe in and what I like to talk about and what I like to do um because it has been a history of me being too into what others are doing too uplifting and too too Betty Sue honestly for people that sometimes I'm not going to say all situations, but some people just didn't deserve me to be happy and joyful. Some people deserve for me to be, huh? Okay. Some people deserve that because I was probably brought into their life to humble them for. But if I'm, if my focus was only like, oh, no, 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 I got to be nice all the time. I got to be acceptable to people. Then I'm obviously, that was obviously a train missed because that wasn't the point. The point was to be myself, right? And you'll never lose that mark in being yourself. So, essentially, that was my fault. Ladies, if you have, a, if you find yourself at this current moment in your life currently with no friends, okay? Phone dried in the desert, okay? You, nobody talks to you, okay? You have more enemies than lovers, okay? It's your fault, sis. It's your fault. If those people happen to be toxic, that's fine too. But understand this as well. You were toxic also because like attracts like. Just Let's just be clear. And I'm not negating the fact that I was toxic at one point because I was just as toxic as those people that I claim were toxic that I quote unquote cut off. Right? Just keeping it real. Because in order for you to notice something, you have to be at the same frequency of that is a conversation for another day. Y'all know my thing. I'm always, this conversation for another day. If I ever get to that conversation on that day, that's up to spirits to decide because I got to be reminded. A lot of the times I'll forget and be like, oh, I was going to do that. And as my audience build and you guys like what I'm talking about and you want to hear that episode for that other day, put a comment in the comment section. Say, hey, girl, you ever going to talk? Is it is it today or is it next next week? That you're going to talk about that situation? Because I want to hear about it. Shoot, let me know. But as of right now, it's a, it's a conversation for another day. Right? What the conversation about today is, is a fine self-resolution. And I'm finding that. And I'm going to build these relationships. I was being, I've been real, real transparent with y'all. Completely transparent. A little scary a little bit. A little, a little, a little too transparent. I might be a transparent sheet of paper right now because I was so transparent right I, I might just be but I might not because there might be more that I and then what I say it, it might be for another day because at this point what I'm doing is I'm rambling on because my coffee is cold and I do believe that I made my point very strongly very clearly and precisely I am at this phase now where I do desire to make friends, but I only desire to be myself and come into those tables. And so I encourage y'all to do the same thing. The first step of, of really healing yourself from, from toxic relationships and being toxic to damn self, let's be real, is accepting that that's who you were at that point in your life. Accept that. Don't shame it. Don't judge it. Release judgment. 
once you can release judgment for yourself first and foremost you literally will not even have a desire to have judgment for anybody else because you'll understand how futile and how unbeneficial it is all right so yes dive into you get to know you get to know why you are affected by certain things you're affected because there is a shadow that needs to be looked at that it needs to be illuminated but yeah like i said my coffee co even though it's a swig i'm still warming it up because baby we ain't got starbucks money yet okay period right now we got that coffee machine in the house coffee until coffee with quiche get that partnership which ain't no partnership now get that partnership with a coffee company i'm speaking that to in, speaking that into existence period period or mocha you know i listen i know i need to be healthier so that's the options that i'm taking that's cool with me but either way we doing it but like i said my coffee cold and i made my point so you guys enjoy the rest of your day because i know i will I'm loving life over here. I'm loving every experience, every journey, every thought, every lesson. It's beautiful. It's expensive. And it's expensive. You got to pay for this knowledge. Period. But yeah, let me get back to my family. It's been real. Peace.